Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Ooh, welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Thank you for downloading. Good show today. Motley Phil, Scott Phillips comes on to tell us that, like, if you think you're going to lose your house and you can't afford to pay rent, well, good luck. Yep. <laughs> because it's going to get worse. Uh, and not rent, mortgage. Um, you'll. I read a really interesting thing, speaking on money interest rates, that they believe that some people will stop paying their mortgage and yeah. instead rent out the home to pay the mortgage because the interest rate will be too high. But where does where does that person live? That's what Do they go home? That's like um, to like their mum and dad? When everyone keeps going like, oh you should sell your house, it's a good time. I'm like, yeah. But then you have to buy a house. Yeah, where do so I unless live? you like unless you do the classic like what your bloody uncle did or cousin did, which was like sell no, rent his house out yep. and live with his parents rent free. Both my uncle and his sister uh did that. You know, my parents, like if I ever moved back, yeah. they, my parents were like, oh, you should just do that. And I'm like, no, no, no. I was like, I will, you will get like at least a cut. Like at least you will get like a majority of that cut. Because I, right. I do not want to be those people. It's like, mate, you won't believe how much money I'm making. <laughs> just by, look, mum cooks me dinner. Oh. My overheads do not exist. My landlord fixes everything. Dad's just run around with a WD-40. Also, um, I'm refinancing. I know this is the podcast intro, but you know. It's a money day. Yeah. Um, I'm refinancing and I, like, yep. I've called like this like specific lady that like my sister like recommended. Mm-hmm. Um, and she like obviously goes around to all the banks, does that that thing. Yep. So I'm basically a free agent. That's like what's happening. I've yeah. Come up I, from the, brokers are the best. Yeah. I've come up from the G League and I get to pick what NBA team I want to be a part of. Um, like I'm like, Combank, what can you offer me? Like it's, it's great stuff. Um, she's doing that thing where she, Evaluates the house. Oh. It's only been one year. Bought the house at two ten. Yeah, I should find out today. We won't do it on the show because that's really. It's not even arrogant because I live in a crack den. It's like <laughs> a weird middle, like oh homeowner. If it goes down, then we can do it. This on is the show. thing. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, do you want to place a bet if it's gone up at all? Yeah, because Combank. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you this, Combank has called me recently, they do like a, oh, looks like it's gone up to this. But I don't really believe them because mm. it's Combank. I would say it has gone up though. You reckon? Yeah. So if you got it at 210, mm-hmm. I'm going to say 220. You reckon? Yeah. I reckon it. Maybe an extra 10,000. Like, because the market in WA, there's just like, there's such a lack of houses that that increases the price. Because it would help me because I need to, oh, actually, side note. Um, I mean, I know we're just talking about This is about like that. our third side note. This is just me, um, we're nearly making a square. Uh, <laughs> like you can skip ahead and find the bit you like. I don't care. Or you just, stick around for money chat. Yeah. Um, if my value goes up, mm-hmm. does that mean I don't own as much of it? So like, does my... So, no. Because if it increases in value, that's yours. But so I've not got... The banks. But I've got... Oh, so I've got the... That's what equity is. So it? if I put like the 20 grand deposit down for a 210 house... Yeah. Obviously, like that's not enough, right? Yeah. But then, if it goes up to two twenty, is it essentially like I put thirty in? Yeah. Really? That's my understanding of it. That if the value increases, that's that's coming to you. Okay. So there you go. Okay, and also on the show, we've. (laughs) (laughs) I just think that's fun for us to all know. Well, bloody, it's like we're the Motley Fool podcast. Is he's really rubbing up? We we should be the like Motley Fool, and it's just me and you. (laughs) I think, yeah. I think this is what happens. 
No, you want you want to put all your money in crypto, right? All of it. I'm pretty sure. No, I think so. Um, but no, guys, on the show, uh, we've got uh, some really weird. Look, my brain does some weird things, where like I don't like, um, say for example, men running for the bus. There's there's <laughs> things where it's like there's things that women do that I think are like icks to me. Yeah. But. The ones are like men for some reason. I don't know why. I'm not attracted to men. Uh, at least I don't think so. Not the ones that do this. Anyway. No, no. <laughs> this is the, they're double out. Um, and uh, yeah, they do that. Like it's, for example, it's like um, wearing um, sneakers and walking on the beach. You know, when you like someone's trying to walk down the sand, but they're wearing sand shoes. Yeah, it's very strange. And they shouldn't be called sand shoes because whoever wears them in the sand. Horrible, aren't they? I swear to God, if anyone is still listening to this, Get a life. We have just rambled for 20 minutes. Uh, but it is a good podcast. Stick around. Uh, bargain <laughs> bin. Michael picks up some absolute crackers of a bargain. Mm, and also, it's like I'm spreading it through my family. Like it's genetic, the bargain lifestyle. So stick around because you could be trading like baseball cards with your own family for money. Yeah, very, very weird. We also got a Groundhog Day review uh, of which I, I will... F- I, look, I will finish it. I'll finish you it. better. Tonight. I will. I won't. But by the end of the week, you know me. I watch movies in ten minute increments. Every time you don't, you don't watch it in one go. You have to start again, like Groundhog Day. Oh, I reckon oh, <laughs> that would be painful. Um, Ned Blansky, what's his name? Oh, no, Ned Schneebly. No, that's School of Rock. <laughs> okay, <laughs> which hey, also is burned into my head. Bill Connors. Um, Ned. Ned the head. Needle nose. Ned. Ned Shire. It's something like it's like Ned. Ned, Ned Schneer. <laughs> also, the reason why Ned Schneebly is in my head is because of School of Rock. Michael Ross and his band practices and they play the School of Rock song. So that's why that's in there. Um, I would actually be really shocked if anyone is still listening. But right now, we'll go into the biggest headlines with Ben Hajavi. Ryerson. <laughs> <laughs> Politics, crime, sport, finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's Up Early with Ben Ha-Harvey. Michael Ross. Oh, yes, give me those headlines. Bridgetown in WA Southwest has made headlines banning the sale of energy drinks to under-18s. What monsters. <laughs> that was... I'm not done. Okay. <laughs> that that would make me V angry. <laughs> <laughs> I call Red Bull. Nice. I like that. Thanks. Uh, Geraldton IGA has also made headlines for banning teens from their store during school hours and after 6pm, which is going to make it hard for them to do their grocery shops for their families as most parents there are under 18. And finally... Waste worker uh, employees, uh, uh, sorry, waste workers employed by a major company will refuse to collect at least 35,000 bins in what will be their third strike action since the start of the year regarding pay. They think what they're being offered right now is rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> we all knew it was coming, like the bin man. We all knew he was going to be there, and we're like, but we need him. Mitch, I got like another little, uh, a little, a little glimpse into the world of like parenthood. Ah, uh, you're you're well versed in looking after like a little kid, yeah. and I and I did a bad job of looking after a little kid recently. I wouldn't say well versed. What's the bit in the song where people just at the back are going? Mm, bop. <laughs> you're backing mm, vocals. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> backing vocals on, on raising a child. But yes. I did a bad job of it. Remember last week, I, I revealed how I accidentally uh, let my friend's kid like play 
probably with water too much. Yeah, like and you, then took her over to a yeah, smoker. Yeah, yeah, you do a little <laughs> bit like like you give them too much sort of. Freedom. You know what's going on. You've been alive for this yeah. long. Yep. Well, we got to fast forward all the way to fourteen years of age. No, I, but it goes so fast. It just, it just really, it time flies. Um, my wife and I were like given free tickets to this event, um, and the caveat seemed to be that we go with Abby's friend's daughter. So it's yep. sort of like, oh, can you guys go and take her? Ah, sort of oh, okay. Because yep. they couldn't go. Like an active babysitter. Yeah. And it was like, like an au pair. Oh, yeah. an, an au pair. Au pair? Au pair. Oh, we don't live with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so we're, we're like, oh, yeah, great. Uh, we'll have a go to the theatre. And uh, we took the 14 year old. And uh, the show was sort of a really interesting art piece, art meets life all around um, trans people. Okay, it was the story of sort of early 2000s people meeting on like MSN. You remember old yep. like tippity-tappity MSN yep. on your computer? How they met online okay. and discovered their like their lives and, and the secrets about each other before the world knew yep. kind of thing. It's a really great show. It's really cleverly done. Mm-hmm. But as we're on the way there, and this is the parenting moment, uh, the daughter says to us, she's like, yeah, my mum really wants me to go because she's concerned about my opinions on trans people. Oh. <laughs> we are they, were, we were like, oh, this is straight to the heavy stuff, isn't it? Are they it? too positive? No. So, the, <laughs> so the, and like, we assume generally that younger people yeah, that's what are I mean. more like, no, this 14-year-old was like, I don't like, I don't like trans people very much. Really? And we're like, oh, okay, like, why sort of thing? So we're like, let's unpack this. Let's give this wow. a go. Okay, we're like, cool. We're like, oh, why? Like, what, what's wrong kind of thing? And she goes, do you know that trans people are forcing children to transition? Cool. Which they're not. So this is like, so a, a 14-year-old has been given... Just misinformation online. Yeah. And it's like, how do I how do I tackle this? How do we go, all right, listen up. No. <laughs> that's did not she, happening. Did she like was she like, while I've got ya, was she like Jews? <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know I don't know how we would actually that would have probably been easier to address. How'd you get out of it? I just said, uh this one's for you, Mum. <laughs> oh, Michael Ross uh, officially have started watching the Groundhog Day. Sorry, did you say started? Yep. Have you finished it? I'll get to it. Okay. You could, but here's the thing: you have a habit of watching things in pieces for yeah. anyone listening. Is it that? Look, we'll find out. I got you. Okay, campers, rise and shine, and don't forget your booties, because it's cold out there. Today. It's cold out there every day. What is this, Miami Beach? Now, look. <laughs> That's uh, the beginning it. every morning. Yep, watched it, and boy, does it feel like it. Uh, look, we tried to watch it on Sunday. It has a runtime of uh, one hour and 41 minutes, or 141 minutes. Probably 141 minutes. Uh, I'm up to 54 minutes. I am bored. And... Not only am I bored, I don't know what's going to happen. It's very, like, like it's 30 years old. Yeah. It's probably a classic. Back in Absolutely. the day. I don't know. Maybe it's because, like, I know Bill Murray's not supposed to be very likable, but I don't find him very likable either. Like, at all. Like, not one bit. 
I don't yep. like anyone in the movie. There's yep. no one in the movie I like. No one person. Yep. Don't like the lady. Yeah. How do you make a movie like that? <laughs> supposed to be at least one person you like. I don't like anyone. I don't like any of them. Okay. Yeah. And he's an unlikable guy. It's pretty <laughs> like it's pretty yeah. But like, I'm, I kind of I like anyone in the movie. So like. That's yeah, bad. No, no one, yeah, no one is really likable. They're, They're all that, just that's people. A, that is a horrendous movie. You're gonna have someone that you could side with to a degree. There's no one in that movie I like. Now, you get what's gonna happen. Fifty four minutes in. Okay, what's gonna he's happen? He's clearly like caught on to the fact that it's the same day. <laughs> okay, right? Yeah. So he's doing that thing. Yeah. Where he's taking advantage of it. Yeah. You know, he's doing that thing where he's like, oh, what's your... And, like, a lot of what he's doing is, like, pretty, like, predatory. Yeah. Like, the one, the bit where he's, like, finding out, like, what school that girl went to yeah. and, like, what her teacher, like, who her teacher was and stuff. And then he's, like, using it the next day and he's doing it with the love of his life. And I can only imagine that something along the lines of they're going to fall in love and then she's going to end up finding out or something and then they... They like uh, go through like, a, oh no, I can't believe you did that, and he's like, oh no, I did it because I love you, and then there's like a bit of like, oh no, and then they get together and it's happily ever after. Kind of, yep, done. But um, you kind of miss yeah, it. You you need to finish it because you you actually that's that's exactly what happens. Mm. That he uses everything he knows about her uh, mm. to get her, but the day doesn't stop. So what's so yeah, what's yeah, the point yeah, of falling in love? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, the next like, morning, okay. she doesn't remember him yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, it's that, and it's that classic. Like I'll just do it over and over and over again because that's true love. I get to make you no. fall in love with me all over again. No, because that's no. You got to watch the I end. Can't. It's you so painful. Wow. You've never been like. I don't think you've been more objectively wrong. Like this I is did, a I beloved like, I, film. Oh, I know. And the like and you know me. Eight percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, okay, and right, you love. No, you love reviews. No, I don't like Rotten Tomatoes. Though. Uh, IMDb eight point one. Like I 8. will point one. Yeah, I will push through. But like huge. Oh, made on fourteen million. Made a oh. hundred million at box office. Like I know I'm probably wrong. Don't oh, get me wrong. I a know. Classic. I look just don't like it. Just because you were Bill Murray, very similar people, and you were like, I Oof. can, Oof. I, <laughs> I, I can agree with that. <laughs> uh, Michael Ross got a bit of toxic x. Some toxic x. I just like I know I'm wrong. Like, I know I'm wrong. It just makes you feel it's the just, I can't, I can't help me brain, all right? I see things, and I'm like, Ugh. And these aren't, like, these aren't uh, relationship-related. These are just fellow men. Yeah, if you don't know what, what icks are, it's just things that make you feel, like, uneasy. You don't like it, usually in a dating situation. Yeah, but this is just, like, a person situation. Yeah. Like, let's look at, like, like, a lot of what you do is, I guess, what makes a good show. Uh, a lot of what you do, I'm like, yuck, I hate that guy. Such as? Like, <laughs> like. <sighs> My son's like eyes are Yeah, I don't know. Right, yeah, no, there's something about it. I don't know why. Like I said, I know I'm wrong. But you put up your sun visor in your car. Yeah. It just it's like day. it's just such an old lady thing to do. Like I'm waiting for you to put that. What's that little thing that locks your steering wheel? <laughs> I'm waiting for you to do that. <laughs> Those are like club locks. You know, now what are you doing? Protecting the inside of your car. Yeah. Perhaps making the car even more valuable. But that's the thing. 
I, I, you know what it is, and it's not fair, mm. but I'm maybe I'm from the world like where it's like you know you don't care, you're a little bit cooler, you know, and that's and that's wrong, and that's not okay, and it is cool to care, kids, but my brain is born in the 80s. It's quite funny, yeah. Your brain won't let you do like very practical common sense things, things yeah. that help. Like I know you don't like, like umbrellas. A, yeah, like I'm a much like like this is this is objective. I'm a much cooler guy than you, but not enough. Not enough. That's to, subjective. No, no, it's objective. It's very, <laughs> it's very clear. Uh, but not enough. Not en- not enough to like, like I shouldn't be doing this. It's not like I'm bloody Fonzie over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will say. Yeah, I I agree with that. That like, the the life you want to live is not your life. No. So like maybe uh, I can- no no no. I don't want to you know, live it. I don't want to live it. Like, my brain. It's like my brain is LeBron like LeBron James. Does not have to put up the sunlight. Yeah, no, but and even if, but even if LeBron James did, I'm like, that's not cool. But yeah. LeBron James is way cooler He's than way me. Cooler. Yeah. yeah. So there's a few others. Okay. Sandals. Oh, but I agree with that. I don't like sandals. But you can't pick and choose, mate. You got to be. You got to sit there and go, "Hey, everyone, don't yuck anyone else's yum." You can't bloody come over this side. You <laughs> have to be all or nothing. But, but this is the thing. It's subjective, so of course you can. Nah, no, they, I don't like sandals. I don't like. But sand, no, but you have to admit, like, if you're cool or like to a degree of cool, like sandals are in, man. Like guys are wearing. Sandals. Oh, Burks. Like some of your of favorite yeah. AFL players will be wearing. Oh, they'd sandals. love them. They look but, silly. Not yeah, not cool. Like Very, if Dusty Martin was wearing sandals, loser. I don't like slides. Slides and socks are the worst foot combination ever. So, but now, now lots of cool people bit. love. Socks it's just and sand, it's mainly sandals. It's the same thing. Look, it's really slide and a sandal. Um, you do this as well. What do you got? Drinking a glass of milk. Yeah, it's, I, I love a good glass of milk. It's like it's like you're a baby. I just can't. I, like, Look, that, just because you're, t- you're a little tub can't handle it. No, my you know, heart 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 Make you a little bit bloaty, does it? A right. little bit gassy. Come on, mate. How do you think I got this large from all the <clears throat> protein shakes? <clears throat> hey, Arnie like, drinks milk, mate. But like, ju- yeah, but just like a, plain, like a plain glass of milk is just like... It's, it's not my favourite. It's very I childish. I don't want a plain glass of milk. Would, it's what I have if I have no Milo. I will... <laughs> Because it was delicious. <laughs> okay. okay. Like, it, like, speaks for itself. Like, <laughs> But, like, what a silly little life you live. Oh, what a silly I know, life. I know. With, with I know. all these rules. I know. And, no, and it's not peer pressure. That don't make any sense. It's not peer pressure. It's, like, it's internal pressure. Where did I get from? Don't know. Parents Just are lovely. You? Parents hug me. Yeah. Uh, most, dad's not even like, dad's like a great guy. He's like, you want to cry, mate? That's okay. What are your dreams? I'll support you. My friends, amazing guys. <laughs> your mum gave you milk straight from the boob for years, yeah, mate. She years. Would, mate, honestly, between me and you, she'd probably do it now. <laughs> In the world of sport, uh, one team could be walking away with a million dollars for taking part in, I believe it's ESPN's The Soccer Tournament. Oh, yeah. They also have the basketball tournament. Oh, yeah, they do have that. Uh, so the soccer tournament it seems to be open to clubs from around the globe to head to the US and participate in 7v7 soccer for $1 million. Wrexham AFC, owned by Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhinney from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, they will be going. It's their first like time in the US for Wrexham, uh, who are in an FA Cup like qualifier today as well. So yep. everything's pumping for Wrexham. A million bucks on the line. It really looks like 
rich celebrities are just getting teams together for like their amusement. Yeah. Am I am I looking at a team called Hashtag United? Yes. So this is another one. So Hashtag United was started by a YouTuber. Uh, who, like, he's a big soccer YouTuber. His channel blew up. I think his name is Spence or something. Uh, and it went it went viral. He launched his own team that actually plays in English football. Because okay. you, cause, cause he started a club and it's named Hashtag United because all his fans got to vote on the name. Are you going <laughs> to bring up the one that I'm obviously very confused with? What have you got there? U.S. women. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's interesting as well in that that's just the... It'll be some of the best women players from the United States who would normally be in their World Cup team. They will be doing a seven-a-side, so they're going to appear there as well. Are, they're are not they, owned by anyone. Are they playing the men? I think so. I think Like an Amanda Bynes, she's the man. Yes, it's exactly that. <laughs> like a bendit like Beckham. <laughs> well, speaking of Beckham, it's believed Salford City could be on the way, owned by... David Beckham and other players from the class of '92 Manchester United team. So, and Will Ferrell's LA Galaxy. Does Will Ferrell own LA Galaxy? Yeah, he's one of the owners, along with uh, Magic Johnson. Really? Yeah, Kevin Durant owns uh, Philadelphia Union. Philly Union. Jeez. And Mahomes, uh, who's playing for Kansas City Chiefs uh, this coming Super Bowl, uh, he owns like Kansas Sporting Football Club. So these teams could appear in the tournament, meaning that all the wealthiest like celebrities are just getting together like it's their like toys. Hu- like human chess pieces. <laughs> yeah. It's time for all you little bin chickens to dive into Michael's Bargain Bin. Join the Facebook group Michael's Bargain Bin to brag and boast about all your bargain finds. Join now on Facebook. It is the best group you can find when it comes to finding a deal. And I tell you what, it runs in the family as well because it seems to be rubbing off on the next generation in the old uh, Ross clan. But just quickly, today's bargains, I picked up a Cheeky Bros pizza. A what? Uh, Cheeky Bros pizza. Yep. Uh, they're the nice fridge pizzas mm-hmm. where they come in the in the box. Uh, was $10.90, now just five ninety nine. Oh, not bad. For chicken and bacon as well. Uh, Harvey Beef Snack Pies was $9, now $5. Right. And some premium South African boar wars. What? Uh, it's the really long sausage that's like in a spiral. Okay. Uh, was $8.50, now $4.25. Huge. I'm going to drop What's that What's it called again? Group. It's called boar wars. Oh, it's called boros. That's you. <laughs> No, <laughs> these deals are never boring. It's a South African pun. You're welcome. So those deals are going to go into the group right now. Michael's bargain mid. See it all. Join on Facebook. And you will watch as like it just permeates through your family, this saving culture. Oh, yeah? Because I was trading with my auntie on the weekend. I was trading fuel dockets. Like they were baseball cards. Really? Yeah. So it, and I and I taught her all about how to get even more out of it. So she loves the four cents off. Yep. Great on the docket. But she was going. I've got too many that will be in the same week. Yeah. So she's like, I'm not going to fill up two days later. But when this one expires. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, but I've got 
I've then got one that's like a few days after that. Would you prefer that day? And so we were like, we we're like swapping them so that we'd have like kind of one a week. And then I showed her that not only do you get four cents with the Docker, if you get the AFL app, you get another four cents at Shell. So if you have a Shell Docker, yeah. a Shell's Coal Express, you can get eight cents off per liter. Wow. And it just like it just spreads through the fa- it's just genetic. That's that's good teamwork. Yes, like you would this, see in the football. And this is what this is the culture that we want to build yep. and breed in Michael's bargain So sign up now, get your family involved and start trading. I like to imagine get on those deals. That's what your Carlton Blues would do. They'd be like, "Up oh, Paddy Cripps, you see here we have a $1000 <laughs> off your contract coupon that we would like <laughs> to use." Our that is right, and your boy, the one with the the one with the the pew 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 pew, oh. that guy pew pew. You know how everyone's like, nah, he didn't shoot first. This guy shot oh, first. Oh, I'm solo. Yeah, yeah. Um, like who cares, mate? Other guys did, and that's all that matters. Sometimes on the street, you got to be first. <laughs> you're either first or you're dead. No, the fans want him to have shot first. George Lucas changed it. Hmm. You can't let anyone get too close to you. Just a little word for the kids on the street. Yeah. Sometimes if you feel threatened, bang! And uh, <laughs> also just let you know the cops are a little forgiving with that too. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to shoot me, so I shot him first. Uh, look, he's Blaster from uh, the Star Wars a Trilogy, uh, Episode 4, A New Hope. 1977, has gone on sale at an auction. It has been picked up. Do you want to know how much the Blastec DL44 Heavy Blaster uh, went for? It's going to go for a huge amount. It's not real. (laughs) No, it's not real. But how much did the... But it's iconic. The prop gun go for? It's going to have gone for... Up, up, up. One of three. One of three. Oh, because, yeah, they probably used one per film. Well, because it, it did it feature in the new ones? I'm unsure. But here we go. I'm going to say that this is, am I right in saying over a million dollars? Well, that's not how the game works. You just give me an answer. Uh, but I love these when I just can pick any number ever. So I'm going to say three million. Oh, see, you're an idiot. One see? million. <laughs> so I was right to begin with. No. One million dollars. <laughs> one of three. Does that make the other two... I mean, technically, it, it you're not wrong. immediately values them as well. I mean, if I, if you want me to help massage your answer a little bit, you thought there was only one. Please don't massage anything of mine. Uh, For a million bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. I was going to say something. No. Can I say? I can't say Eskimo, can I? What, in what context? I'm about to say a cool joke. Was that the joke? No, 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 no. It was another one. Cool. I was going to say, I was just saying, yeah, and okay. I, I apologize. I was going to say, what did the Eskimo say to the other Eskimo when he checked out his new place? Ice house. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, now now move let's, on. Let's, let's, let's float away from that one now. 99 red balloons. Uh, balloons are one of the big talking points of the week because of the Chinese spy balloon over uh, the US. Yes. yes, that caused a bit of outrage. I believe it is World War Three now. Well, it's it's all kind of kicked off. Now, we know the balloons are up there, experts are saying. Do we? Yes, but it's unusual to see one. So they typically fly between 24,000 and 37,000 metres. Okay. Planes fly at about 12,000 metres. 
So they're higher. So they're, they're way higher. They're two to three times higher than a plane. You know what I don't trust? Um, I saw a kid the other day lose a balloon a little too easily. <laughs> <laughs> it's, balloons have been causing headlines um, for years, for decades even, for even centuries. Because if you cast your mind back, we all know the boy in the balloon scandal from Colorado. Yes. Falcon, did you hear us calling your name at any time? Mm? You did? You did? Why didn't you come out? You guys said that um, we did this for the show. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> yes, they did indeed do it for a show. He went. Uh, the father went to jail for ninety days for uh, creating the hoax that his son was in a weather balloon, yeah. and the the national guard, I believe, had to get involved to like shoot the balloon down. Uh, and the mother went to jail f- to weekend jail. What's you, that? I've never heard of it. Sounds, I was assuming you go only on the weekend. Sounds like what my kid will call my house. <laughs> <laughs> if we go back even further, because this, like, this is not a new thing. Uh, like Balloons have been around for a long time, since the 1700s. Balloons were the first way that we figured out flight. Uh, it's wild that we started with the most dangerous version. Yeah, I, I think going up in a hot air balloon is quite terrifying. Oh, yeah. There's no wigs. And if How do you come rips, back down? Yeah, what's going on? Well, if we go back to the time of Edgar Allan Poe, the great writer yep, uh, from the, the Nevermore, the Raven, uh, he was a fan of hoaxes. Was he? So he wrote in to the New York Sun in 1844 that the first balloon flight from Europe to America was, like, underway. And apparently, it caused, like... Pandemonium. Every man and his dog went out, rushed around, buying these papers to read the story of the balloon arriving. And they were, like, getting ready to watch it, like, arrive in America. They were like, oh, oh we've got to watch this first flight across the Atlantic. And Edgar Allan Poe just sat at his window, just watching people run around to all the news vendors. Just like like he was some kind of Joker-esque villain. Like, like he was creating chaos. Like he was the first ever troll. Yeah, he just he just trolled everyone, and two days later, the paper had to post on the front page a retraction saying, like, uh, balloon, not true, uh, the information appeared to be erroneous. So this, this one? Is this one true? This one of the spy balloon. China says, not true. They say, it's just a weather balloon. Why did you shoot down a weather balloon? We're just tracking, like, cloud movements... Yeah. La Nina. Because Nino. we can't bomb you on a rainy day. Triple <laughs> <laughs> M, Mitchell and Michael, and joining us on the line now, as he loves to for a cheap Tuesday, the Motley Fool himself, Scott Phillips. Oh, Scotty. Ah, boys. Good day. Hi. Right. Yeah, good. Now, have you ever been as high as the interest rate is? <laughs> Never. I'm way too boring for that. <laughs> no one. No one could be. Uh, look, we and have no another one. I'm surprised I'm not. Go on. Do we have yeah, another probably. one? Yeah, probably. Yeah, um, uh, And honestly, mate, some, some people are calling for a double rate rise this time, the half, up by half a percent. I don't think that's the most likely, but you shouldn't rule it out. Uh, if you want to know how uncertain the future is, there are some economists saying we should have none at all from here. There are others saying we may have four or five, some even saying up to six rate rises this year because of what's happening in the economy. Now, both those numbers are extreme zero or six, but that sheer range, right, in the space of a year tells you exactly how little we know about what the future might hold. And the economists are guessing. The problem for the RBA is they don't get to guess. They've got to make a decision. 
Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how they can't increase rates. In, yeah. Inflation's at seven point eight percent. They've got to do something. And you know whose bloody fault it is? Labor. Mine. No. <laughs> no. <I'll blame> <laughs> <laughs> we are we are hearing Michael. Aren't we? Yeah. Mr. Dutton, blame me. Opposition Labor. leader says it's always yes. worse under Labor. <laughs> is that even true? This is great. Oh, so statistically, I have no idea. Ideologically, policy-wise, absolutely not. Uh, I don't have a particular political fire, you know, dog in this fight. Uh, the simple reality is, let's say Labor, the Liberal Party had won the last election. What differently would the RBA be doing today? The answer is absolutely nothing. And so if it is the case that it just has been by quirk of electoral outcome and economic circumstance that that happens to be historically true, I don't know that it is or not. I haven't done the numbers. Uh, you know, it, it, would just be, it would just be pure circumstance. But the reality is um, there is a conservative government in the UK. They're ramping up rates. There's a democratic left-wing government in the US. They're ramping up rates. We happen to have a, a left-wing government here while rates are on the way up. Inflation, in fact, if, you, if, if, if unfortunately Peter Dutton wants to look at, look at issues, the circumstances that led to this inflation were under the last government, which happened to be a Liberal government. So, you know, this gets a bit silly at some point. Um, politicians have a really important role to play in long-term policy settings. They have almost no role to play when it comes to interest rates. Inflation was inflation was inflation. If they'd have been re-elected, inflation would be 7.8% right now. Uh, and as I said, if you want to look to blame, you could arguably say the last government, which happens to have been a, a Liberal government or coalition government, uh, were responsible for the circumstance that led to the RBA having to raise rates. And then you get into this ridiculous conversation. I, you know what You know what really sucks is, is the politicians, by doing this sort of rubbish, and both parties do it, they, they actually end up bringing down the tone of the conversation. I don't mean tone as in they want you to be really cool and laid back. What I mean is we should be discussing really important economic circumstances like why did we get here, what can we do, what should we do? Instead of that, you've got the two parties yelling at each other across the parliament saying, it's your fault, no, it's your fault, no, it's your fault. So, well, thanks, guys. If we can get out of the kindergarten, you know, sandpit, that'd be really helpful because we've got some serious issues. How about we debate the policy settings that help us improve the place around here rather than play, playing silly schoolyard games? So it, it is really pointless finger pointing because if you look oh, at totally. the, the GFC happened yep. under Labor and there was the, the, the recession yeah. in the 80s that was Labor, but, mm-hmm. it, but mm-hmm. it's all powers that are outside. Mm. Let's, let's La- see largely. what we can I mean, do. And again, I see, you know, the, the circumstances that get to this point, uh, I mean, uh, I can't remember who was in Parliament. You know, Barack Obama in the US, for example, came to power as the GFC hit. Now you ask yourself, okay, well, who, who created the circumstances of the GFC? Arguably the Republicans. Uh, is it Obama's stuff to deal with? Yes, but that's just the way these things go. In fact, there's actually, there's actually an electoral theory that says the left-wing parties end up being elected when we all feel like we want some more help. And the right-wing parties, when we all think we want the, the government to be a bit stricter with us and a bit a bit more responsible, um, so you kind of get that circumstance. Again, you know, Kevin Rudd, Wayne Swan came in during the GFC, the, the big, you know, the cash flash, the pink bats, all that kind of stuff they get tarred with. Um, they were dealing with the after effects of what happened. It's it's no party. Again, these are global issues, right? If you want to if you want to blame anyone politically, I guess you could talk about whether the Republicans or the Democrats are responsible, or or what else was going on overseas that kind of created those circumstances that they had to deal with. No, the, the political stuff is just absolute rubbish. They have really important responsibilities, right? Labor did a wonderful job deregulating the economy. John Howard did a wonderful job introducing the GST. Uh, Paul Keating brought in superannuation. There are some really big policies on both sides of politics that have been really really good, and we should really be thankful for those and having those conversations. The whole, you know, rates are always lower under this or higher under that. It's, it's just, it's just ridiculous stuff. It, it's, it's an economic, it's a quirk of economics and, and electoral reality rather than any sort of cause and effect relationship. You know who wouldn't do it? The Australian but, Sex Party. You know that never. one that you can vote for. They would never. <laughs>
I don't, don't want things to go up. <laughs> oh, he's, he really is the master. If you want more, Scott Phillips, <laughs> grab the good oil on Listener or the Motley Fool. Uh, thanks, mate. That, you've thanks, won the day with that. Won the day. We might all be uh, living on the street, but boy, we'll be laughing. Exactly. And that's all going to be good, isn't it? If you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review and share with your mates.